You're listening to Punisher Waterfowls, the Union 0430 podcast. Brought to you by Real Geese Decoys, the most technologically advanced silhouette decoy on the market. First Light, the best hunting gear on the planet. Go farther, stay longer. And Ducklander Calls, tradition, education, and quality. Built to hunt. Hey, what do you think about that new um, intro we've done? So I, Damian Pittman, the man from Newfoundland, tried to do a voiceover and it just wasn't working. So we had to bring we had to bring Jeff Coates back and do that uh, and do that voiceover as much as I I'm trying to leave Jeff alone and not bug him about doing stuff for me. I really had to on that intro um, because I hate the sound of my voice. I don't know how the millions of fans listen to me, to be honest with you, because it drives me. So either way, episode 146 of the Union 0430, we've got that beautiful Phil Christian with us tonight, coming to us all the way from Port Perry, Ontario, uh, just down the road from me. And uh, what is your libation tonight, uh, Phil? Uh, it's some Jim Bean. Ugh, Jim Bean. It was a gift. Ugh gross anyways um put enough well, ice in it it all tastes the same <laughs> yeah fair fair um the philly i really wanted to to sort of start this one off and and i don't want to bring it on a on a bad note or or anything like that or to to bring anybody down but i got to tell you that um so this is thursday the 25th of may that we're recording and buddy i'm tired like really tired uh so been crazy busy i'm trying to get the new website up and running i'm trying to write some blogs um got a couple irons in the fire on things we're working on and then um like we were talking about before we hit the record button i just i'm a mason and i just got installed last night as as the master of the lodge so i'm tired and um i think I really, really need uh, a mental health break, and I, w- I want to get your in your insight on it as a as a first responder now, because I know um, it's it's very important part of of your day to day routine, right? So, but for anybody that's that's listening, that I don't know, I d- I don't think that people view mental health as as that sissy thing that it used to be one time right i think it's it's becoming more of the norm now where people are like yeah okay i i get it like everybody has bad days and and sometimes you just need a chance to sit back and and recock right so that's where i'm at right now i i need uh i need a summer vacation and and we're only in the may um, I need a vacation to get away and, and just unwind and recharge the batteries. So, um, with might, that, you might being, need a trip back to the rock. Yeah. Well, we're going back, we're going back to the rock, uh, at the end of July. So, um, we'll go back. I'll get some salmon fishing in. Um, my, my parents are going as well. Oh, really? Where are they going? What part? Don't know. Probably. That's salmon. a good question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, they're but, renting a house in. They're driving and taking a boat or some shit. Okay. I don't know. They're going to yeah. a whole bunch of places. Yeah. Fair. Um, but yeah, so like, and 
so that's where I'm at. I'm I'm sort of sort of down <clears throat> on my chin strap a little bit, as as we used to say in the army. But, um, you know, for for you, uh, you know, I'm retired now. So for you, as someone that's still out beating the roads and and as a first responder and stuff, how how do you take care of your mental health? For me, it's it's bit of a twofold um one don't bring it home mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing is, is try your absolute damnedest separate work from work homes home mm-hmm. um and that's very much like i look back like my father served with toronto for 33 years yeah and i look back at like at least my upbringing and it was very much with my father work was work and home was home um like yeah a yeah. couple couple buddies that he associate with you know once in a while go hang out whatever the case may be. Um, but like work wasn't life. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate. Like there's, there's some people I look at where like th- this, this job, like the title, like that's their identity. That's their everything. Yeah. But this is a paycheck. Mm. Like especially yeah. with today, today's, uh, you know, society and the way things are going and how we're treating and such like, this is just a paycheck at this point. But like for just, you know, the quote unquote cleansing as we call it, like is you know, some people know like you know I'm starting to cut a bit of wood here and there and whatnot and like that's my thing like or like you that's know if I'm not turkey yeah. hunting yeah yeah like I'm fortunate that my in-laws they have a a good sized property just like 20 minutes up the road from our house and they've been gracious to kind of rent me out a couple square feet where I can have some logs and Mm-hmm. do a little little firewood hustle and you know just go up there by myself some days I'm running the saw some days I'm running the splitter and just, it's just the smell of two stroke and sawdust, you know, in that off season. And then now, you know, I can totally understand why Mark loves to do it so much, but mm-hmm. you know, it's just, I'm by myself yeah. and it's just head clear. I'm doing something. I love something I enjoy. Yeah. You know, I'm going to make a couple bucks if I'm lucky at the end of the day. Um, but that's, that's my thing. And like, I'm outside. That's yeah. my biggest thing. I am outside. I'm not rotting on a couch. I'm not rotting in front of a screen whatever the case may be, I am outside where I love to be by myself doing my thing. And then obviously like come, you know, once the season rolls around, mm-hmm. um, I'll even like throughout the summer too. Like I'll go out and I'll, I'll even just fish by myself. Yeah. Like I'll pick and choose, pick and choose my days and, you know, my body and water and such, you know, according to, to weather. Cause like, you know, even having, you know, the decent sized boat, you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. if shit goes sideways i don't that, care how big your fucking boat is and that's shit when shit will go, go sideways. Side, that's when it'll go yeah. sideways is when you're by yourself right yeah so i still yeah. very very much pick and choose my weather mm-hmm. like you know i, I kind of have my cap on my uh you know kilometers per hour for the wind and what have you and i'll go musky fish by myself mm-hmm. or you know, like i don't even give a fuck if i catch anything i just go and yeah. burn gas and swim lures right yeah um but like then come into the fall we all know how much I love my, my small water duck hunting. Mm-hmm. I've got my couple little ponds. Like there's days, it's just me and the brown duck. That's yeah. it. It's not even though that, you know, I can't find someone to hunt with or whatever the case may be. There's just days I'm just like, fuck it. And yeah. I just go by myself. It's just me and the melon head. And they have spent more days staring at the sky, counting fucking clouds than I have yeah. shot birds. Yeah. But don't I guess care. that's, yeah, I guess that's a big thing too, right? Like you, you just, you just brought it up. 
um, everybody likes to have a buddy with them when, when you're hunting or fishing or hanging out or scouting or doing whatever it is that you're doing. But then there are days when, you know, what? I just want to be by myself. I just want to do it by myself for the day and uh, not have to entertain anybody, not to have to, excuse me, keep a conversation going for, you know, six hours, just sit back um, and and ground yourself, I guess, for, for lack of a better term, right? I know, yeah. you know, you and Mark, you know, you're into, you're, you're cutting wood and, and you're outdoors and, and it's the fresh air really, right? Like, um, oh, yeah. you're, you're doing something you enjoy, but it's really the fresh air and, and the, and the exercise that you're getting because it, it releases that serotonin and all that stuff, right? All those, all those hormones and stuff. And that gets you, that's what makes you happy and, and all that stuff. But like with, with Ryan and Dave, like Ryan, Ryan's a very busy man as well, as, as well as Dave is. Ryan's got a, a young family and so does Dave. So um, I wish they were on tonight because I'd like to pick their brain too, because, you know, you've got a young family, but you've got your plan. You know what you're doing, Merck. Um, he's got his plan. He knows what he's doing. My kids are growing up now, uh, kind of, you know, they're, they're yeah. both teenagers. Um but I think um, with more people just taking a second, um, whatever that may be, however they want to do it, and you could call it whatever you want. You can call it yellow submarine. Um, it doesn't matter. But I think everybody needs to understand the fact that sometimes you just got to take some time for yourself because your body needs it or or you just need to suck back, relax for a quick second. I, I know I certainly do. And, and I'm feeling it today because this morning was a, it was like a brain dump. Uh, anybody that's uh, like uh, Brian Ellithorpe that, that listens, um, Brian's a, you know, a competition weightlifter and, and by no means am I comparing myself to Brian Ellithorpe, but I've done competition weightlifting and the day after uh, uh, a weightlifting meet when you've given everything that you you can your body is just it's drained right and that's what you're i just, felt you're, like. you're gassed yeah and that's what i felt like this morning like i just dumped everything this morning last night just dumped everything in my brain and just went like i was like jello this morning um, my buddy called me he was like what are you doing i was like well it's 10 30 i'm still in bed and he was like are you serious i said yeah i and I'm probably going to stay here for another little bit yet before I get up and attack today. So, but then I got outdoors and, and done hey, some barbecue. You're retired. Like, you're allowed to. Yeah. Well, it, but it, yeah, you are. That's something to be said, but it's not healthy. Just like you said, where you're not stuck on the couch, right? You get outdoors and you're doing something and you're enjoying yourself, right? Like you can't sit on the couch. And, oh, and, and watch the idiot box all day long, right? Or just be surfing your phone. You got to, you got to be active. You got to be out and you've got to be doing something, right? So anyways, that's that. I just, uh, I wanted to bring that up because uh, I, I'm a big advocate for it. And, and for anybody that, that don't know that listens, I, I, I do suffer from mental illness, some from PTSD, from serving overseas and stuff like that. So I, I've got the, do these breaks and, and things like that. So, and I'm a pretty big ab advocate for mental health, uh, advice. So, 
uh, I thought yeah. I'd throw that out there. Anyways, buddy. And, and um, just, just to add to that, biggest thing is you got to look after yourself. Yeah. Because you're no good to anybody else if you can't get yourself in check. Yeah. And, you well, know, be, be in it, you know. Well, I tell you what, some of the best advice I was ever given was that um, look after yourself and look after your family because at some point you're going to hang the uniform up and, you know, you're, you're, you're pouring your heart and soul into a job, which, you know, most people do. Uh, but when you leave, you're just another, you're just another employee for, even though like you could have the best boss and the best relationship in the world. But when you leave, like you're just a number, you're just a number because if the company fails because of the company division, whatever it is, if it fails because you've left, then obviously that company was, was hurting, right? Like if one person leaves a, a, a business can't fail, you know what I mean? So um, so that was the advice. Unless you're self-employed. Well, unless <laughs> yeah, fair. Good point. Good point. Anyways, Technique. let's talk, let's, let's talk some, let's talk some duck stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk some duck stuff, buddy. This is um, Punisher Waterfowl. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, uh, I'm not, uh, Dr. Phil or, or trying to have some. I can be. I got my first aid. But would you be a doctor? Eh, I guess so. I'm not a doctor, but I'll take a look. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you probably oh, do boy. just as well as most doctors, anyways. Eh. That's in true. The, yeah, in the army, they just said, "Here, take some, take some of these." Uh, yeah, here's ibuprofen. here's an Advil and a Band-Aid. Yeah, some ibuprofen. Walk, walk it off. Yeah. Um, what do you got coming? So, what have you got planned this year? And and I think you've told me, but I forget, and I don't know our. Are you going out west? No, no. This this year is the the off year. Okay. Three done... uh, three trips in three months. Three trips. You done out west. You done down to Mississippi. Where was your other trip? Ottawa. Right. Right. It was still a weekend. Yeah. No. No. It's still no. Yeah. But it's still time away from home, right? It's still traveling. Yeah. It's still time away from home. So yeah. so you had three trips last year. Yeah. God bless my wife. I know, eh. Hey, sweetheart. I know I just kind of got back, <laughs> but I think we're going to Arkansas. Yeah. Arden? Mm -hmm. Yes. You look beautiful today. Yeah. It's, Did you um, do something new with your hair? It's different, man, because like you, you guys, you, you've got two small kids, right? So, yeah. um, when, when and our kids were fucking dogs and three fucking dogs, um, when, when our kids were that age, uh, I wasn't going on, on the trips that I'm going on now. Because obviously it's just not fair, right? So, um, yeah. so yeah, I, I get you. Uh, so you've got so really the only thing you're doing this fall is is the Punisher camp, and, yeah, and probably that's obviously depending when it is and my yeah. schedule. But yeah, I'm sure I'm uh, sure you know yeah. a guy we can probably schedule around. Might might be able to yeah. factor something in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, absolutely. yeah, this this fall will just be like. You know, some some day trips with some buddies here and there. Um, mm -hmm. like hoping to hook up with the boys from Grand River Fowl again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Got got to hunt with them a couple of years ago. That was that was a blast. I, I brought them to the dark side of the twenty gauge now. Mm -hmm. I had two, I had two with me on that trip, and I lent them the 
had them share the M2. They're like, how much you want for it? And I'm like, uh, no, go, yeah. buy, go buy your own. Go buy your own. Which, which reminds me, I, I got to buy a new one this year. Um, I had the, I had the A4 under Upland. Um, I sold that, um, got my money back on ultimately I got my money back. Um, and now I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to go with the A400 Extrema. Um, I'm going to give that, yeah, I'm going to give that a try, but, um, I'm a bread guy. You're, you're a Benelli guy. So I remember when I told you about the price list, I was like, Hey, the the new price list is out for what, what's coming into Canada. And I was like, Oh, there's not a lot of 20 gauges. And you're like, Nope, but there is in, in the, what, what is that one? You, the, the Cordoba. Cordoba. Yeah. 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 Ethos Cordoba is coming to Canada. So for those that don't, for those that don't know, our beloved friends at Stoger Canada, if you go on the Stoger Canada website, um, this, like it's on like the main page, you go down to like the very bottom on the main yeah. page, there's like an, an orange button and it's the like MSRP yeah, price the Canadian, list guide. The Canadian price list, yeah. For Canada and it's the full selection of firearms that Stoger Canada is involved in. So Beretta, Benelli, Tika Sacco, Frankie, yeah. Stoger, like the, the whole the whole gamut. All the firearms that they deal with, all the ones that are being brought into Canada are on this price list. So if you're look, like looking for something in mind, yep. go on Stoger Canada's website and you go into the list. And it's all MSRP. So like what you could expect to pay in, in Canadian dollars. And you can see like exactly everything that's on there and what's being brought into Canada. The ed- so, so no... And- yeah, so an important point with that, Philly, is is that you, you can't go to Stoger Canada and buy your gun, but what no. you can do is is um, you can get an idea of what the uh, MSRP what they're bringing is going, in, what yeah. they're bringing in, and you can go to your local gun store and you mm-hmm. can say, hey, uh, I know this this gun's coming into Canada um, by by the dis- distributor. Um, I want this gun and, and you could probably, I would think, I, I don't know this for sure, but I would think, um, you could probably pre or go in and pre-order your gun and, yeah. and say like, if you're dealing with like, so here in Ontario, if you're dealing with Elwood Epps or, uh, uh, greater Napanee Gunworks or, or, uh, who's those guys that's just down from you, uh, Canyons, no, East Hill, ha- East Hill. So if you're dealing with East Hill or High Falls or any of those guys, SFRC in Ontario, and then the gun dealer out in New Brunswick and Wolverine Supplies out west, um, you're dealing with any of those guys in Canada, just go into your local gun store and say, hey, listen, this is I know this this is coming into Canada this year. I want it and I, I would I would like to think you, you could one? Yeah. Well you know and I guess that's the thing, Philly, is is that we are in Canada. Like I know, um, I'm pretty sure I'm allowed to say this. Um, so if I'm not, I'll probably get slap on the dick and um, whatever. Yeah. Um, either way, what are they going to do? Take away my lunch money? Um, so Beretta and and First Light has has come together as as a as a partnership, right? So so Beretta guns will now be in. 
uh, I know the shotguns anyways will be in the type of pattern. I'm not sure about the new cash pattern, but I do know that they will have the new type of pattern, which um, if you're listening to this, I can confirm it next week because um, Kevin Harlander and Logan Williamson is going to be on the show next week from first late. So we can ask them, we can ask them face to face if it is, but um, to get to my point, being here in Canada, listen, the, the distributors don't bring in a lot of firearms. So if there's something that you're really looking after, you're looking for, and it's on that list, I would be calling my gun store and, uh, yeah. and putting my well, name that's, in. That's yeah. actually how I got my M2 20 gauge. Oh, really? Is like I, I scoured <clears throat> far and wide. Mm-hmm. And I went into East Hill. Like obviously, this is it's going back seventy years now. I've had this gun, and um, so I go in and go into East Hill. And I talk to Kevin. Kevin's the owner of East Hill Outdoors. Great guy. I've dealt with Kevin numerous times. Amazing, amazing gentleman to deal with, speak to. Mm-hmm. Spoke to Kevin. I'm like, hey, look, I know you deal with Silver Canada. Like, I'm looking for one of these. Like, you know, what are the chances you can get one in? Sure enough, like right there in front of me, Kevin calls. Store Canada, yeah. Hey, yeah. you got a uh, 26 inch M2 20 gauge, yeah, yeah. And like within three days, I was back picking it up. But wicked because they and, had them, like, and yeah, they um, East Hill is obviously a client, of course, of Stoker Canada. And they're like, yeah, like, yeah, we can get this one out to you, and like, not an issue. And obviously, like, that's been my bread and butter boy since, and can't speak highly enough of it. But so, for those, um, you know, like. They go on the store Canada website, check the list. Like, yeah, I want that gun. Yeah. And like, you know, one option is, yeah, call around to a bunch of people and be like, hey, you know, do you have this? Do you have this? Do you have this? Or like, you know, deal with your local shop. Can you get this in? Or alternatively, I don't know if it's possible because I've never had to do this. But your other option is, is potentially call Stoker Canada. No, like, won't. hey, I'm looking for I'm looking for this particular gun. Have you sold one to anybody? Mm. like to no. a store yeah no i don't think they will because from know. what from what i know of stoger because so so this is how it was explained to me so stoger isn't a or stoger canada i, I gotta make sure i say this right so stoger canada is invisible really um they they are merely a distributor and that was and that's the way that they want yeah. because they don't want people coming and knocking on their doors all the time no because, it's, not, it's not like a storefront no because they don't have a like i don't know how many staff they got you would know better than i would phil but um they don't have a whole ton of staff so when it comes to sales they deal with their with their buyers that's at at the stores across Canada. Uh, and I think that that's pretty much it, right? I think they've got a small department on some swag and stuff that you can order. But again, that may come from the States to the best of my knowledge. I don't know if, if there's like, it'll go, you can go through the website, but I'm not sure if it ships from Canada or if it ships from the States. I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea either. So anyways, the, the moral of the story is, everybody or, or Canadians anyways, if you're listening to this and, and there is a new firearm that you're looking for and, you know, uh, rifle, uh, restricted anything, um, you need to 
to first find out if it's coming into Canada, if it's if it's a Benelli, Beretta, Seiko, uh, Frankie, all that stuff. If it's coming into Canada, then if, if it's on that list, then you can go to your store and say, hey, listen, I know this is coming in. Can you get it in for me and, and you know, pre-order it and, and hopefully you'll have it uh, by the time, by the time season starts, right? Cause I I've got to do, I've got to do the very same thing. I've got to get my hands on that 20 gauge, uh, extrema. Now that I've like been like chirping for like the last year and griping, like it probably has nothing to do with me. Let's be honest, but the Cordobas are coming. Mm -hmm. Cordoba is going to be in 12, 20 and 28 gauge. Yeah. Um, I'll likely be picking up a 12, uh, sorry, a 20 just to have another one because I love them. Well, um, there's a bunch of new Super Black Eagle threes that have been added to the list. 28 gauge Super Black Eagle three is going to be available up here. Um, as for like color patterns, it's kind of limited. I think it's mm -hmm. like black and what is it like Max seven or yeah. Max eight, whatever it is now. Yeah, Max and there might seven. be, uh, and you might be able to get it in uh, in Optifade, right? Or no. Uh, oh no, there's a few. A few in the twelve and the twenty gauges, yeah, in the super black eagle threes that have like the, the half and half, it's the half camo, half optifade right. timber and marsh, yeah. Um, well, like I said, there's if you look on the list because the list was there's a list put out start of the year, mm -hmm. and then the said list was re-updated I think around April first, um, okay. and you'll see on there like it'll say like next to like the gun description new 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 oh, okay. The ones that have been added since April first, mm -hmm. but yeah, the list the list is strong. Yeah, well, I think the Cordoba has been in Canada before because I know the original. Uh, oh, the, the original one when, when Corey Baker got one way back. Corey's in the got day. one, and Marco has one. Oh, does he? Yeah, okay. yeah. Marco snagged one off of Gun Trader, which I was actually looking at. This uh, was a couple months ago. I was okay. looking at the like I don't know why. Just, I'm on Gun Trader just. Yeah. picking stones right mm -hmm. and i'm like oh there's a beautiful little cordoba here and i was eyeballing I'm like ah whatever don't eat it it's like fucking three days later marco was sending me pictures of it i'm like yeah you just bought it off gun trader you ass hat how'd you know because i was on there and i looked <laughs> yeah. at it because i was gonna buy it yeah i was like, gonna buy there, it there, there, there was a moment a moment of thought let me tell you but the original cordobas when it was just like the cordoba yeah, they were available in Canada, but now the Cordoba is under the Ethos line, so it's just a revamped okay. model of the Ethos. Like there's like the Ethos, Ethos Sport, the Super Sport, whatever. Then there's the Ethos Cordoba, so it's got okay. like the elongated uh, forearm stock. I think it's got the little shell view thing under the forearm stock. It's ported, twenty-eight inch barrels, extended chokes. Uh, it's got the Benelli Best finish so the benelli surface treatment so it's basically benelli's version of cerakote okay it's got, like a, it's got like some stupid warranty like 20 25 years really for That's their crazy. for their best treatment yeah well and and again right Ridiculous. like if you go back to it um how many times have you heard people say and i and i know you always get this you always hear these questions you know what what's the best gun to buy well the best gun to buy is the one that best fits you right but um oh yeah but when you're looking at brands, you know, people always said you'll never go wrong with either one of the B's being Browning, Beretta or, or Benelli, right? Like, and, and yeah. you can't go wrong. And, and I get it, man. Like, I know that, that these things are expensive, but 
Um, and I don't know much about Benelli, but like if you're saying there's a 20 year warranty on, on the, I guess, what would you say on the surface of the gun? Yeah. Um, the best. Or, yeah. Like, best a, a, like that's insane, dude. Like buy once, cry once that, that, that's that a tool. Thing. Yeah. It's a tool. And if you're going to use it, abuse it and beat the snot out of it, spend a couple extra bucks to be honest. Like, you know, yeah, like, I, I get I, you, buddy. I do. Yeah. Spend a couple extra bucks. Cause like at the end of the day, like, and like a lot of the guys that I've hunted with, they know what I put my gear through with. And like I'm hunting every day of the year, like right mm -hmm. to the last day, um, that gun gets cleaned once maybe twice mm -hmm. between day one and day 105 mm -hmm. and uh, like obviously season end she gets the yeah. full strip yeah. down yeah yeah but like buddy i've pulled some stupid things out of my guns over the years <laughs> like fucking <laughs> chunks of corn yeah, yeah the worst was was saskatchewan so being out in saskatchewan like we had layout blinds we didn't use them a whole lot like right. you're literally like laying on the ground on a sheet of like fabric mm-hmm um, but like your gun's like on the ground and obviously it's the prairies. It is super dry, mm -hmm. like unbelievably dry. And they're kind of dirt out there is almost like a silica powder. Okay. Like it is a very, very, very fine dust. It gets into fucking everything. Mm -hmm. It's not friendly on guns and it's not friendly on camera gear. Yeah, and yeah. like when I did my, I did a tear down after I came back and holy shit, like just dust everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like if you thought something could stick to something, if there's fucking dust on it, oh yeah, yeah, that shit gets in there and it grinds and like it'll seize guns up. We said you spend the money on a slightly better quality gun, mm -hmm. it ain't gonna fail you. Well, and that being said, you know that the, there are people that you know that they're priced out of um, the Benelli Beretta and the, those high end guns, and and by no means are we saying that um, if you're not shooting a, a you know, a $2,000 shotgun, then you're not going to shoot birds. That's not what we're saying. Um, not what we're saying whatsoever. Uh, and God knows everything will work. And, and again, it's, it's what's best suited for you or best fitted for you. Um, my thing is, is that when it comes to warranty or when it comes to, you know, things breaking or, or whatever, when you've got issues, you know, if, if you're spending the money that, that you're spending on these these big name firearms, chances are you're going to get looked after when you have issues, which is normal, you know, uh, not taking it and wrapping it around a tree or something like that. But yeah. I'm going to tell you, my, uh, my old Benelli was used as a paddle more than once. And uh, I love that thing. Like, and, and I mean, like I, I treated it like shit, but it worked and uh, I never ever had an issue with it. And I, and you clean your guns only a couple of three times a year. I clean my gun once a year. That's it. First, when it comes, well, first, no, I guess twice because I'll clean it when I take it out of the gun safe for, for the season. And then at the end of the season, I'll do a, a quick strip down and, and put it away. So twice, I guess I, I do it, but I never clean my gun throughout the season. Ever. Like the, the only time I like during the season, like the only time it gets clean is like if it, it you know, if out in the rain, yeah, she'll get a sh shot of oil and I'll run the boar snake. Yeah, that, that's the cleaning it gets. Yeah, but again, like come season end, it's buddy, like 
the firing pins out of it, mm. the spring for the the magazine and the shelf all everything. Yeah, like down to just bits and pieces. Um, clean it up, put it back away. You buying any new gear this year? Like, like decoys uh, or 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 uh, oh, no, no, or no decoys. Like... No, no decoys. <laughs> I no. got to get some new. That's a big big timeout. Yeah, no, I got to get some new real geese this year. Um, uh, we've got a couple hunts coming up. Um, and I think, I think I'm going to change my focus a little this year. Um, and for anybody that do know me and have hunted with me, know that um, I'm a much bigger fan of shooting ducks than I am shooting geese. But I'm just not hey, seeing... Yeah but I'm just not seeing the numbers of ducks around here anymore. Uh, and they're becoming harder and harder to find. Uh, so I'm going to take the lazy, easy man's option. Not that it's lazy and easy, but it's, it, I think it's lazier and easier than, than ducks. Um, and I think I'm going to focus on geese a little bit more this year. Um, at, at least until, towards the end of the season when the geese all take off because uh, yeah. that's normally when we get our good ducks is, is towards the end of the season but you know October October November we're not seeing a lot of ducks around here anymore no and I think I think the last two years I think we've missed the migration I honest to God think that that's I think they just they've flown right over us and they're just heading south because yeah. If you look at any of the boys that are on Instagram south of the border, you know, once they start getting into Kansas and Missouri and, and all that, like they're still getting their birds. So it just leads me to believe that we're just missing the, we're missing the migration. So I'm going to, I'm going to change it up a little bit this year and, and start focusing on some geese a little bit more. I think we're bound by the weather, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. So and we're bound by the weather. And and that's fine. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. I I love I love hunting mallards. Um, it's my favorite. But I'm just we're not just not seeing them. I think they're just flying over and and just heading south and and they're not stopping. They're not stopping by here. So, yeah. anyways, no. But yeah, gear wise, like, oh Christ, I got twenty four dozen silhouettes now. So I think yeah. I'm set. Yeah, no you're more. Set. Yeah, you're set. Uh, I think. Uh, I think for this year, oh, new boots. Need new okay. boots. My, 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 probably get another pair of mucks. Oh, okay, like rubber um, boots. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, well, actually, I need two pairs of new boots. Like, I got my straight knee-high rubbers. They're yeah. normally like my my turkey boots. Yeah. They're pooched. Oh, yeah. So I've been kind of on the hunt for just like uninsulated, straight, plain rubber boots, which have actually been proved harder to find than I actually expected. Yeah, and then I need a new pair of mocks because like both both sets are leaking. So new boots for this year, and hopefully that new Cordoba. Yeah, that's, that's going to be it. I've I've spent an astronomical amount of money um, on musky fishing shit this year. <laughs> so we gotta we gotta fucking cap, cap the limit here. I see. Uh, I seen Lacrosse come out with a new uh, a new. It's like a hiker, I guess. It's a hunting boot, but it's like a hiker. I seen um, actually like a lace Kevin, up. Yeah, so it was Kevin Harlander actually. I seen because Lacrosse had done a a promo video for this new boot, um, and I seen Kevin Harlander. He was in he was in the promo video, 
Um, it look so I'm a big fan of 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 a Gore-Tex boot. Like I don't normally wear um, a rubber boot or or a muck boot or anything like that. I usually wear a pair. I have a pair of Loas. I wore them when I was in the military. Um, and I still, and, and that's the brand that I wear today. I still wear Loa's. Well, they make a great product. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but the one thing I, I'm not a hundred percent, I'm not a hundred percent happy with the, with some of the stitching on it. Cause I, I find I still, my, my feet will still get a little bit wet, um, which is okay for now because I'm yeah. in my boots for probably, you know, a couple hours. But once the season comes um, and you're in your boots for six, seven hours a day, you want them to, you want your feet to be dry. Right. So I think, yeah. I think I need a new pair of boots. Um, and anybody that's, that's listening, if you have some suggestions on a, you know, on an eight inch, like a combat boot, like an army boot, that sort of height, um, just a just a hunting boot. I'd I'd love to hear what your opinions are because I do need to, I do need a new boot. Um, I'm not a big rubber boot guy. Uh, so if you well, have any suggestions, please let me know. I'll give you some advice. Yeah. Don't buy hunting boots. Well, yeah. Buy hiking boots. Mm. The only thing if, I don't like. If you're, to... if you're so, doing any sort of walking, moving, yeah. this and that. Stay the fuck away from hunting boots. Yeah. No, no. Get a hiking boot. Well, and you got to be careful there because Ryan gave me a pair of, uh, a, a pair of Loas uh, a few years ago. Um, and they were, I guess, mountain boots, right? It's yeah. for being up in the mountains. Um, and they were extremely stiff by design because it's so that you're not rolling your ankle and, and yeah. not all that support. Right. But, um, if you're doing a ton of walking, uh, on flat ground or, or just, you know, regular ground that we always hunt on here in you know, Ontario or whatever, um, very uncomfortable boot, very, don't uncomfortable. get an eight inch boot then. Yeah. Well, no, it, was, it wasn't the, it wasn't the fact that it was an eight inch boot. It was, it had to do with the, the the shank that was going through the bottom of it okay and then the tongue and then the the uppers were like i want to say they were reinforced but obviously not reinforced but it was just um, it was just a, a little bit more rigid of a boot um i had a pair of solomons and like they were like a legit like hiking boot and my buddy andrew and i like we used to do a lot of backpacking Mm -hmm. hiking canoe trips going into like all these like back lakes fishing back when we were yeah. young is students. that andrew lowe's yeah 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 so um so he actually got me onto these solomon boots okay and the biggest thing is these boots i had they not they they did not touch asphalt a day in their life yeah so right up to the day where i had to pitch them because like the stitching started blowing out and like they were done those treads were still like stupid deep mm -hmm. um i wore them i couldn't tell you how many how many kilometers i have hiked in these things moose hunting up in thunder bay yeah because i would go tromping off through fucking clear cuts i'd go everywhere and you name it and they were just kind of like those slightly above ankle hiking boots yeah 
I have put thousands of kilometers on these boots and the most comfortable really? I have ever had. Yeah. Like I would wear them like when we're moose hunting, obviously when I was younger and I didn't have the ATV at the time and stuff, I would just walk all day. Yeah. At a camp and just start walking, just start find moose, shoot moose. But I'd come back to camp, I'd kick the boots off, throw the crocs on. You wear crocs? Buddy, you ain't oh. rocking if you ain't crocs. <laughs> I got two pairs now. They're both camouflage. You can't fucking see any of them. But the biggest thing is airing out your feet. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, as a former soldier, uh, happy feet makes a happy man right so oh, yeah um the problem though the problem that i find is that i don't have anywhere local where i can go and try on boots right so i gotta order online what's um, in you have a sport check in kingston yeah but there's fucking nothing that sport I mean, nothing in the one here anyways it's it's like it's like a shell of a store yeah yeah so that that's the thing i gotta find yeah. i gotta find a place and i'm sure there's something around here uh and usually what i find it's usually those uh you know those mom and pop type stores that would be downtown not like the big box stores but those yeah. mom and pop shops that are downtown i bet you once i find one of those um i bet you they'll have what i'm looking for it's just it's yeah. just finding them and and you, you gotta wear it right you gotta try it you can't you can't buy boots from from Amazon. Uh, no, that's one of those things. Like you, you got to be in store. You got to test yeah. the fit. Yeah. 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 Big time. But I, I want to, I want to get into, I really want to try one of these goose flappers. I really want to try it. I okay. know people, I know people say, I just, I'm, I'm one of those guys. I like to see it for myself and I'd like to see it. I've never seen one of these goose flappers work ever. I've never been in a field and, and had one put out there. Um, so I would love to see it because I'd like to know, do they work or is it, you know, because some people say, well, no, it doesn't work. Well, maybe it didn't work on the day that the one day that you tried it because the birds just, you know, for whatever reason, they weren't going to do it for no matter what was out in the field, right? I just, I'd like to give it a an, an honest to goodness try of, you know. Honestly? Uh, yeah. It, it pains me to say this for a number of reasons, but like the best thing I've ever seen ever come out of Mulkier was the Magic Mike flag mm. mm -hmm. to the point where I own two. Yeah. They're that good. Yeah. But again, but the only good thing that's ever come out of them. But um, <laughs> the biggest thing is, is a drawing like flag in. Everyone yeah. knows flag, flagging kills. Oh, yeah. It it's even better when you can flag and draw that attention away from yourself. Oh, yeah. That, and that's where said flag on a rope comes in handy. Um, Especially like um, if you're running like your panels, your A frames, that style of hunting. Yeah. The only bitch of it is the dog. That's There's so been many, many a times that dog's taken that rope with them. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've seen, yeah, I've seen a brown dog go. Like, like rope going, ropes dragging through decoys, fucking silhouettes are getting ripped out of the ground. I've seen a flag explode already once because of the dog. Dog give no fucks. Dead chicken to pick up. Yeah. No well, fucks. He, but no. he's dragging fucking <clears throat> 10 pounds of hardware behind him. Yeah. And he's got, he's Don't got care. the, 
he's got a, a tangle free panel blind tied up that he's yeah dragging brain. down down dragging it down across the, the he, he's field. got bird brain got to get yeah. that chicken yeah so that's the only downfall is you got to watch that rope yeah with fight with fido or she gone or she go she yeah. go but you know, but i guess you know um it's a good point to be at in, in your in your waterfowl career i i guess so you know, so many people that are listening and, and they're, they're trying to build up their spread, right? Like get all their decoys, get their gun, get all the clothes that they want and stuff. Because, you know, like we're here talking about, well, you're saying you got, you know, 20 odd dozen uh, silhouette decoys. Well, that didn't happen overnight. You no, know, and neither uh, did the Benelli's. Yeah. And neither did the, yeah, the Benelli's and the bread is yeah. the same bit, right? So um, for anybody a lot that's. Of, a lot yeah. of years of flipping guns. Absolutely. Squirreling away a couple bucks. And if I could buy a gun and I knew I could make like flip it, make 200 bucks. Yep. Get rid of it. Put that 200 aside. Again, it was. Yeah. A lot, like it was, it was years, years in the making. To, yeah, to, absolutely. To get that toy. Believe me. Absolutely. So, you know, as, as we're sitting here and, and now I'm thinking about it, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to get some, I'm going to get some new real geese silhouettes. Um, I'm good on ducks. Like I just, I, I, I got uh, another dozen. I just got a new dozen uh, duck decoys just because I could always use a, a couple extra duck decoys. Oh yeah. Um, and, go and, bad. Well, and I'm hurt on my decoys, right? Like I don't, I don't fucking bag them. I don't put them what, in. What did a, you, what did you get? Oh, just some, just some tangle freeze. Okay. Yeah. I, I like tangle free. I like tangle free decoys. I, I really do. Um, and Corey Foskett and the, and the whole tangle free team has, has been great to great to me and great to us. Um, so, um, so I got a dozen of those. Um, and, and you know what I didn't talk about though. I did buy my first panel blind. I bought it back in merch. Um, and I used it for down at the Toronto Sportsman Show for for decoration, really. Um, mm -hmm. But I've got a pan, I've got two panel blinds now, so I bought two panel blinds. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward. To, so again, to get back on topic, um, it's a good point for us to be at now. Uh, you know, I'm 46 years old. You're 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 just a couple years younger than I am, Phil. But it's been a long time to get to this point where you can say, oh, yeah. you know what, really, I don't need that much. Like, and really, um, you know, you, you're saying, well, I need a new pair of boots and I, and I want a new gun. You want the new gun. You don't need a new gun. No, right? no, I don't. No, you don't need it. That's the last fucking thing I need to gun. <laughs> but he who dies with the most wins. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. But again, I got some, some catching up to uh, Mr. Uh, was it 45 Hickcock there, the guy on YouTube? Oh, yeah, yeah. Guy's got the, the whole steel range in his backyard. That's yeah. cat's ass. Anyways. Uh, yeah, boots. But for, boots but for anybody must. that's listening, so especially any any anybody, and I don't, I'm not going to use the term um, young hunter. I'm going to say anybody that's new to hunting, so be it whatever age you're at, listen, don't think for one second that you need to go out and and completely cover yourself in Sitka or or first light gear and you need to be rocking a Benelli or a Beretta um because you don't you don't need 
to go out and spend all that money. The most important thing is that you get out, is that you'd actually just go out <clears throat> and, and learn um, and learn and, and try and because you got to teach yourself like everybody needs a mentor, but there's times when you're going to go by yourself. And I promise you, there's going to be a lot of times when you're going to go, oh, I should have waited a second. Yeah. Or, or it's also a marathon, not a race. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. No, good point. Good point. Um, what have you got going on? What What's coming up this summer? Are you guys going away anywhere for vacation other than... Yes, home? we're going to be going to British Columbia. Oh, you're going out with, uh, with the wife's folks. Yeah, go out and visit, visit her, her mom and stepdad again this year. And, and that's we got on, a direct that's flight the to the island. Really? Yeah, we finally got direct flights now. Twenty hmm. first century. Yeah, I'm. I like would this imagine this is like something that, something that's just come about. Like before, we'd have to fly to either Calgary or Edmonton. Yeah, you couldn't fly then, into Vancouver. We go to the island. Yeah, I know, but you couldn't fly. We fly into to Van Comox. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that you couldn't fly into Vancouver and then get a connector from Vancouver into Comox. No. No, no, it's like Calgary or Edmonton. Wow. Yeah. But now we can actually go straight Toronto to Comox. Sweet. It's only taken a couple of decades, but yeah. Yeah. Well, it's about time that Canada, Fuck. you know, it's about time that the Canadian airlines start, you know, providing the service that Canadians want. You know, you look like, man, it blows my mind the cost it is to fly across Canada and yet. When we go to Florida, I cross it. So it's quicker for me to leave my house and drive to Syracuse, New York, and get to the airport than it is to drive my house and go to Toronto. Yeah. Um, I drive to Syracuse, New York, no traffic, drive in, don't have to deal with no cost or no uh, border or nothing like that. Once I drive across, right, I show my passport there to the to the rest of their knowledge, I'm an American citizen when I'm in the airport because I've already, you know, I'm pretty not, cleared. I've already cleared. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, for our family of, of four to fly from Syracuse to uh, Tampa, it costs us like 1200 bucks, dude. Yeah. And it's shorter to get to Florida than it is to BC. Like, it's insane. Yeah. It's insane, dude. It it it's absolutely crazy how how much everything costs up here. And uh and you know, just to keep with that waterfowl theme, you're gonna see it again this year, I think. I think you're gonna see a little bit of an increase again this year in in your uh in your gear. I now I do believe and don't quote me or you can. I'm not going to get you anywhere if I'm wrong, but no. um, but I do believe that the prices of firearms are staying the same. I don't oh, think there's a change. Yeah, I don't think there's a change, especially so for the Brettas and the Benellis. Uh, I don't think there's going to be a change in price from last year to this year. That's good. Yeah. That would be like a selling point I can tell my wife. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Whatever it yeah. takes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Prices haven't gone up, sweetheart. Oh, this this one, this one's for the kids. Yeah, this one's special. Yeah, this one's this one's for the kids. Yeah, I need two of everything. I got two kids. Yeah, absolutely makes sense to me. 
You don't have to sell me on it, buddy. I fucking I, I, hands are tied, hot sweetheart. Like I'm telling you, go for it. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. you just spent the last 50 minutes listening to Phil and I talk about nothing. Random shit. And if you're still here, God bless you. Because you are amazing. Um, but with that being said, uh, another another show. No guests this week, obviously. Uh, it was just Phil and I on. But uh, I do I do like it when we don't have a guest every once in a while to just get on and just get some get some, you know, motherhood points sort of kind have of some us time. Yeah, have some us time. Yeah, where yeah. where we're just shooting the shit and and. Uh, and we're stuff not pressured like to like ask questions, yeah, and like uh, research our guests. Well, there's not really much pressure. <laughs> our guests, no, are pretty, there's our, fucking none. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's no yeah, pressure. Whatever. Yeah, no, uh, great episode, buddy. Thanks for thanks for coming on. Every know, episode is a great episode. I know you're busy, and, except and I, I shot Daffy. That was the fucking best one. That was a good one. I shot. That was Daffy. a gooder. Anybody, if you want to laugh. Um, go to our YouTube channel um, and scroll. I don't know when it was, but it was it's in down. the twenties. Yeah, it's in the twenties. Episode twenty something, I think. And uh, look for the title. I shot Daffy, and you want to see Ryan Bro and and Phil laugh to tears. Um, this is the one you want to go uh, check out because yeah. it, it. This a is a must watch, not a yeah. must listen. Yeah, it's a must watch. Yeah, you got to watch. You got to watch this when you can't listen to it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so Philly, to you, buddy, uh, close us out. Boy, just counting down the days. Counting them down. Yeah. I don't know how many's left. I told Doc Opener, but whatever. Yeah. Just counting it down. Crazy. That's it. Just want to shoot stuff. Yeah. It evidently hasn't been a fucking turkey this year, so that's a whole different other topic. I never even went out, never went out once for turkey this year. I've been out three mornings. Took my, my dad and I. We went out on my birthday. Um, my buddy Andrew Lowell's, he was in town yep. uh, for a week visiting his mom's mom's birthday. So we drove in from Nova Scotia and surprised her and spent a night here. And him and I went out for a morning hunt. And then one of uh, my wife's childhood friends, her dad, um, he's 72. And I took him out turkey hunting one morning and he shot a Jake. And watching that man trying to punch his tag at the age of 70 fucking two. That's cool. You want to talk about like bird mm-hmm. fever. Yeah. That man was just a fucking bag of axe handles. Yeah. And That's to buddy, awesome. like a like, tear to my eye. Yeah. And just, just watching it. Like he was just fucking amped. And like, That's even awesome. it was just a Jake. Didn't matter. No. First turkey he had ever shot. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Awesome. So ladies and gentlemen, This was episode 146 of the Union 0430. As always, we will never, ever pretend to be someone we're not. We're not experts. We'll never pretend to be experts. We are a group of people that just love one another's company and and doing exactly what Phil and I done here tonight, and that's shoot the shit. Remember, um, surround yourself with good people and don't be assholes to one another. Big love. Until next time.